But be doers of the word, and not hearers only, deceiving yourselves. For if anyone is a hearer of the word, and not a doer, he is like a man who looks intently at his natural face in a mirror. For he looks at himself and goes away, and at once forget what he was like. But the one who looks into the perfect law, the law of liberty, and perseveres, being no hearer who forgets, but a doer who acts, he will be blessed in his doing. If anyone thinks he is religious and does not bridle his tongue, but deceives his heart, this person's religion is worthless. Religion that is pure and undefiled before God the Father is this, to visit orphans and widows in their affliction, and to keep oneself unstained from the world. This is James, James chapter 1, verses 22 through 27. As we continue going through this book of James, we'll be finishing up chapter 1 today um, in this series of Steadfast Servant. And as we grow in our identities as servants, um, we see today that a servant, a servant of Jesus, a follower of Jesus, is one who, who acts. Um, James says here, but be doers of the word and not hearers only, deceiving yourselves. Um, he's saying one that uh, just does a bunch of Bible studies or Bible listening or downloads the podcast over and over, or, uh, but doesn't live any of it out. It is actually deceiving themselves. On Sunday, I shared a story of a friend I had who uh, was super into bodybuilding, um, just loved reading about bodybuilding, bodybuilding magazines, was always talking about how he's going to bodybuild and uh, had done all the studies of like, um, you know, the right amount of protein you need to take every day and low carbohydrates and the best time to eat your protein and take your protein powders and supplements and um, what were the best compound lifts for bodybuilding and how to bulk so you can get all this muscle and then cut to lower your body fat and just all that. He was always talking about it. But the thing is, the guy was weak and flabby. He knew everything about it. He listened to podcast uh, bodybuilding stuff. He watched bodybuilding YouTube videos and he read the books and he would always be working on his bodybuilding calendar like oh, i'm gonna work out here then and there and this but he would never do it he would never actually do the nutrition he would never do the diet he would never do the exercise um and so it, he was deceiving himself and it got to be pretty ridiculous it was like a joke um and james is saying look christians this is what you're doing you deceive yourself and he's saying it's ridiculous you're like you're like someone who spends all this time looking in the mirror and making sure that his hair is right and that, uh, the, I don't know what else you do when you're in the mirror. Um, Lindsay makes fun of me because I don't look in the mirror much. She'll be like, you should look in the mirror and you got this hanging out of there and that looks off and this is there. Uh, but whatever people do in, in the mirror for a really long time and then they uh, walk away and forget what they did. They you know, spend like an hour in front of the mirror doing their hair and then leave and go, wait, did I do my hair today? Did I, did I even do that? Um, it, it's ridiculous. You're deceiving yourself. And uh, James is saying, this is what it's like when you're hearing the word all the time. You know, you make sure you, you, you hear every sermon on Sundays. You are watching the best sermon clips on YouTube and Instagram. You're signing up for Bible curriculums. You've been in every single Bible study, this side of the moon. And yet you don't live any of it. You don't do any of it. Your life doesn't look anything like Jesus. The rest of your habits, the rest of your rhythms, the way you talk, the way you treat others, your thought life, your action life, 
doesn't look anything like Jesus. And James is saying, you're deceiving yourself, and it's ridiculous. He's saying it's ridiculous, and it's it's also confusing for the world who's trying to see what is it like to follow Jesus. And they see people who say they follow Jesus, who listen to all these things, but they don't, their lives don't look anything like Jesus. And he calls us to be a servants who act, who are doers of the word. Um, not just Bible study, but Bible doing, Bible living. Studying it intently, but forgetting to live it makes the study pointless. Um, so we want to be not just hearers, but doers as well. Um, a servant who acts. It says in verse 25, the one who looks into the perfect law, the law of liberty, This, the, knowing the law, the law frees you. It's a law of liberty. God's word frees you. The Bible study should free us to live in the ways of Jesus. It says the law of liberty and perseveres. So a servant perseveres in the way of Jesus. Oftentimes we'll learn some way of Jesus and learn a promise of Jesus or um, a way to live and we'll try it and be like, ah, that didn't work. That didn't change anything. I don't have any more peace. That didn't fix my marriage. That didn't make things better at work. That didn't, you know, we like try it, but we don't persevere in the way of Jesus. Um, This is very much like going back to the bodybuilder story. It's very much like the person who reads all about bodybuilding and goes to the gym and lifts really hard one day and looks in the mirror and is like, what the heck? How come I'm not ripped now? How come I'm not uh, Mr. Universe? And so, well, you've got to persevere in the program um, to grow in it. Uh, a servant perseveres. They continue to walk in the way of Jesus. And over time, as we do the Bible, as we live the Bible, as we become doers of the word, we do. We are transformed from the inside out. Our character becomes more like Jesus, and the way we respond to others becomes more like Jesus, and our emotional health becomes more like Jesus, more holistic and vibrant. Um, but it doesn't happen overnight. Most things do not happen overnight. Uh, the kingdom of heaven is like a small mustard seed planted in a garden and slowly and surely it grows into something strong day after day as it gets sun and water as we get the sun and water of god's word and prayer and live it and apply it our life will lives will build deep roots and we'll be transformed and we'll start to see others around us be transformed our household transformed neighborhoods workplaces cities relationships Um, but we must persevere A servant of Jesus perseveres in his ways. Perseveres in his ways. It says this, being no hearer who forgets, but a doer who acts. A servant acts. We we do it. We act. We we live a Jesus lifestyle. Um, It's action and living it. He says, a doer who acts will be blessed in his doing. Uh, And so when we serve Jesus and we walk in the ways of Jesus, there's a blessing that comes with that. We will be blessed, but you have to persevere again. Sometimes we want that blessing just like, I tried it and there's no blessing. What's going on? Sometimes walking the ways of Jesus initially is harder and more of a struggle and confusing and, and, and frustrating. But as we persevere, we will be blessed. Um, we're blessed in our doing. We're blessed in our living in the way of Jesus, trusting in the way of Jesus, sharing the way of Jesus, walking in his way. There is a blessing, a gift. It is a gift 
to be a servant who acts, to be a servant doer. Verse 26, if anyone thinks he is religious and does not bridle his tongue but deceives his heart, this person's religious is worthless. This is challenging and convicting. Um, are our words, are we serving God with our words? Um, are we a Bible doer with our words? And Ephesians 4, it says, let your words be for upbuilding, to edify others, to build them up so there'd be grace to those that hear. Are our words a, a spiritual gift to those that hear them? Or are they discouraging? Are they gossip? Are they slander? Are they um, filthy? Um, just spreading filth and dishonor and disgusting things? Are they just constantly negative and discouraging? Uh, your words matter. Are we serving Jesus with our words? Are we serving others with our words? Uh, we will be blessed when we do. Others will be blessed when we do. Uh, it, it even says your religion's worthless if you do not bridle your tongue. You're deceiving yourself, deceiving your own heart if you do not bridle your tongue. And this is convicting. I know there's so many times I can just complain or be frustrated or judgmental with my words. Um, and it just says that all these other things I'm doing with my words are worthless when my words go down this negative path. Um, so man, I need forgiveness. I need God's hope. How are you with your words? Our words matter. Verse 27 says, Religion that is pure and undefiled before God the Father is this, to visit orphans and widows in their affliction and to keep oneself unstained from the world. Um, so are we serving Jesus by fleeing sin? Um, fighting sin, staying unstained from the world, not falling into the world's negativity, not falling into sinful habits and patterns, not falling into addiction and all these other negative things of the world, but staying unstained from the world. And then caring. We see that a servant, we serve Jesus by caring for others. And it specifically talks about orphans and widows, those that are unable to care for themselves. Um, do we care for others? Do we care for the broken? Do we care for the hurting? Do we care for those that are unable to care for themselves? Do we visit them, uh, tend to them, be present to them? I love it. It says this is a religion that's pure to visit those that people don't want to visit. Uh, visit those that can't care for themselves. Visit those that are hurting. Um, this is a way to be like Jesus. Uh, we talked about this Sunday, but if, if you're anything like me, you're going through this list and you're like, man, um, this is this feels convicting. I feel, um, you can feel condemned or a bit hopeless when you look at this. Uh, the good news is that Jesus was the perfect servant. Jesus came not to be served, but to serve. Jesus perfectly lived out the Word of God to the point that He is the Word. His life is the Word. That's how much He lives this out. Jesus acts on our behalf. He seeks us out. He persevered, persevered to the point of death on a cross. Jesus blessed us with His serving. His words are true. He is the way, the truth, and the life. His words build up. His words edify. His promises he keeps. Jesus cares for those that can't care for themselves. He cares for us. 
We can't save ourselves. We can't redeem ourselves. We can't transform ourselves. And Jesus serves us. While we were spiritual orphans, Scripture says, without a heavenly Father, Jesus comes, not only visits us by coming down to earth, but makes a way that we can be adopted into God's family. Jesus is the perfect servant, and he has acted on our behalf. And because of his redemption, because of his forgiveness, because of his love for us, we can now not be just only hearers of the word, but doers of the word. We can join with Jesus. Join with Jesus in spreading light, love, healing, and hope. We can act with Jesus on the behalf of of others, listening to him and following him as he continues to serve our world, continues to serve those around us, continues to serve our neighborhood. We get to fight sin like Jesus fights sin, push back darkness like Jesus pushbacks backs darkness. Hate the things that Jesus hates and love God and love others. And we get to do this with Jesus, not just on our own. So go with Jesus, not being just a hearer of the word, but be a doer of the word, living life with Jesus, acting on others' behalf with him. Thanks for listening. Let me leave you with this benediction. May the love of God the Father and the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you. Thanks again for listening.